Hi, and welcome to Right to Life of Michigan's Life Beat podcast. I am your host, Anna Plymert, and today I have Grace Hemicky with me and Jaslyn Bailey. Thank you, Jaslyn, for being here. She is our guest this week. If you want to introduce yourself. Yeah, thanks, Anna. Um, my name is Jaslyn Bailey. I am the MyGen Leads Coordinator. I recently graduated from Grand Valley State University. I was once pro-choice and I attended public school growing up. I understand that in school environments, there seems to be a stigma surrounding pro-life. And I believe that MyGen Leads groups can help end that stigma by showing pro-life students care about the unborn and they care about women. I used to substitute teach in West Michigan and I was a teacher at a daycare center as well. I'm really excited to be here at Right to Life of Michigan, helping students and young adults get involved in their communities. So you say that you are the MyGen Leads coordinator. What exactly is MyGen Leads? Yeah, MyGen Leads is a new student and young adult program through Right to Life of Michigan. MyGen Leads stands for Michigan and My, double meaning, Generation Leads. It is spelled M-I-G-E-N-L-E-A-D-S. We chose this name because we believe that the younger pro-life generation can and will lead the pro-life movement in Michigan and that they will make a difference and inspire others to help as well. MyGen Leads groups can be created in high schools, colleges, and in the community. We believe that every woman deserves the support and the resources she needs to confidently make a choice for life. It is our goal to spread this message through MyGen Leads groups. These groups have opportunities to work with local Right to Life affiliates, pregnancy resource centers, and pro-life churches. I will also be there every step of the way to create materials for your group, give advice, and help with activities and member recruitment. We already have resources created, and I'm always working on more. Thank you for explaining that. Um, We are so excited to have a staff member dedicated to Michigan youth and young adults, and the reason why we felt this was appropriate to kind of announce today on the podcast is because Jaslyn's going to have a table at the Michigan March for Life on Wednesday. Before we get into what information she's going to have available and why it's so important that she's going to be there, we're going to give a little information about the march because we are only two days away, which is so crazy. I can't believe it has finally come up. It feels like we've been counting down for the past several months, and yeah. now that it's here, it's it's here, and we are so excited to see you all come together and march together. We're excited for all of our speakers who are coming in from across the U.S., um, excited to hear what they have to say. There's going to be some legislators there, and Jeannie Mancini and Barb Listing, president of Right to Life Michigan and president of the National March for Life are also going to be speaking. So we're super excited to just bring these two organizations together and that we were able to organize a march with National March for Life has been an incredible experience. We've definitely learned a lot. (laughs) The reason that we are having this march, as you may have heard us say in the past, The reason we're having it on Wednesday, November 8th, is because it is the one-year anniversary of the passing of Proposal 3 last November in Michigan. 
for me, it's kind of a bittersweet day and moment to remember because we're having all these people come together and march together and be super optimistic and celebrate life together. And pro-life people are pretty positive (laughs) in general. So it's going to be a great event. But then we also have it in the back of our minds that it's been one whole year since Proposal 3 unfortunately passed and just everything that has come from that and how dangerous it is and will be in the future for women and children and the unborn. It's hard to think about and um, so that's why we wanted to do this march to bring everyone together to remember that but also look forward to the future and know that there are so many people in Michigan who are still fighting. Also, we want to remind people just a few logistic pointers to make your day easier and more enjoyable. There's going to be a lot of traffic there. We have several buses coming from across Michigan, and so make sure to arrive a little bit early. The schedule for the day is 10 a.m. We start our pre-rally concert. And then at 11 a.m., we're going to have our rally with all of our speakers. Our speakers include... Oh, yeah, the whole roster. I've got it right here. Um, We are having Chuck Gatica serve as the rally's MC. He is former anchor and meteorologist on Channel 4 from Detroit. So we're really excited to have him emceeing the March rally. Um, We have Bishop Earl Boye giving the opening prayer and he'll have some other bishops with him as well i believe our keynote speaker who we are so excited to have is coming all the way from florida it's janisha davis and she is a post-abortive coach for women who are recovering from abortions she herself has had multiple abortions and now serves the pro-life movement in such a powerful way she's a social media influencer and just really helps women through the healing process after a really traumatic event um Anna mentioned previously, we're going to have our president, the president of Rights Life of Michigan, Barb Listing. She will be giving some updates on pro-life victories and what we are planning to do next. And we'll also have the president of National March for Life, Jeannie Mancini, and she's going to do the same thing and talk about the path ahead for the national pro-life movement. So that's going to be super exciting. We will have Missy Parker Miller speaking about the beauty of life and her work as a foster parent, along with Dr. Michelle Monticello, um, who will be giving just an update about the resources PRCs and Pregnancy Resource Centers have available in Michigan for women and children. I know it's something the pro-life movement is really passionate about and we work really hard to promote, and it's not always something that shows up in mainstream media. So we're going to use the rally at the march as just a really powerful platform to highlight this. And we'll have pro-life PRC leaders from all across the state right on stage behind Dr. Monticello as she's speaking. Then on the legislative side of things, we have State Senator Thomas Albert and Representative Jamie Green. They'll be talking about legislative updates and what the pro-life movement looks like inside the Capitol along with, uh, I believe it's the the Pro-Life Caucus, the Pro-Life State Senator John DeMoose and Representative Ann Ballin. They're just going to be doing the same thing, giving updates on legislative action. 
The march rally will be closed out by Pastor Chris Brooks, and he will be giving the ending prayer. So we're super excited for all of those people. That's an incredible lineup for Michigan and even nationally to have these people come and speak to us. Yes, very excited to hear what they all have to say. After these speakers are finished, then we're going to have the march at noon at 12 p.m. We'll start at the Capitol and march around Lansing. So we're very excited to march with you guys. Rain or shine, it will probably be raining. It will be cold. We will have three tents set up on the Capitol lawn that was going to have hot coffee so you can warm up. It's going to have a couple educational tables for you as well. We'd highly recommend that you bring an umbrella um, and that you potentially bring, a, I guess, a packed lunch because there's not that many restaurants in Lansing and we're only going to have one food truck. So keep that in mind for your buses or your families or whatever group you're coming with that it may be hard to get food at a restaurant or takeout. Yeah, I don't think a lot of the buses are stopping for food either, so it would be smart either way. If you don't know if your bus is stopping or not, just pack a lunch. Yes, definitely recommend that. And raincoats. And raincoats. Yeah. It is supposed to rain that day. I think it said 50% rain, so maybe just anticipate that and and prepare for that and i i actually heard something really cool from my local right to life affiliate about that and they were saying that even if it does rain the more people we have out there in the rain the more powerful a statement it's going to make for the unborn so i think that's a really good way to put a positive spin on that yeah that's true like i said pro-life people are pretty positive anyway so i'm sure that people are still going to be chanting and singing in the rain anyway Yeah, and you should also make your signs before the march. Um, There's going to be some signs being handed out at the march, but it's always smart to just make your own. You can design it however you want to and be creative. Yeah, we won't have a lot of them. No. Correct. We're also doing a fun little contest, I guess you could call it, on social media. If you post your sign and then do the hashtag whywemarch, we'll be able to see all the signs that you created for the march. And we will pick the top three that we like and post them on our social media and give you a little shout out. So definitely get creative. We made all of our signs for our office. A couple of us did last Friday and it was super fun, really fun activity to do with your family or friends or kids. When do they have to be posted by? Wednesday. By the end of the day? Yes. Okay. Speaking of the tents that I mentioned earlier, we're going to have the coffee, of course, But we're also going to have some information dedicated to elections. Grace, if you want to give people a little preview of what they could learn about from Emily, our PAC director, on Wednesday. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just going to have some basic voting information at the march. And that's really important to ensure more pro-life turnout in 2024, which, as we all know, is going to be a big election year. And we saw this past 2022 just how critical it is that the pro-life voters turn out and make their voice heard. I know Prop 3 passed with, was it 56% yes votes? And we want to see the majority of Michiganders coming to speak for life, not speak against it. So 
Just to recap, in Michigan, if you are a resident over 18 years old, you can vote. You don't need an ID to vote. You can sign an affidavit to affirm your identity. And if you're a registered voter, you can vote absentee. So if you want to request an absentee ballot, you don't have to do that for every single election. You can just go to mi.gov vote or visit your local clerk, sign up for the permanent absentee voter list, and you'll automatically receive your ballot every single election year. You can always vote in person as well, of course. We have early in-person voting nine days prior to any election, so be sure to get out for that if early voting is your voting method of choice. If you need to find out who you're voting for, who Right to Life of Michigan has endorsed, go to rtl.org slash endorsements. You'll find every election area, the list of pro-life candidates in your area. So that's really critical if you don't know who is pro-life or you need to find out a candidate's record on life and you want to know more about that. So get registered, sign up for your permanent absentee ballot, find your polling place, go vote. We know that you guys will vote. You turn out. That's great. We love it. We don't know if your friends will, if your family will. You probably know people who didn't turn out to vote last year. And we want to see them coming out and lending their voice to the pro-life movement and just being that voice for the voiceless. So please distribute information with your friends and family. Get them to get to their polling place next year and help keep an informed citizenry here in Michigan. Awesome. So we're going to have some information that explains all of that that Grace just said. And then we're also going to have a table for My Gen Leads, which Jaslyn will be at. What information is going to be at your table? Yeah, so like Anna said earlier, there's going to be three My Gen Leads tables with signs on them. I will be at the tent on the North Lawn. There's going to be my Gen Lead tables under the other two tents as well. You should come to my table if you'd like to start a my Gen Leads group or if you're a part of an existing pro-life student group. If you're a member of a church youth group or you just want to meet me and ask questions. I can travel to schools, churches, or student meetings to give presentations or speak. If you're a teacher or a pro-life student who is interested, I'd love to talk to you. If you don't plan on attending the march and you're still interested, my email is jbailey. J-B-A-I-L-E-Y at rtl.org. So I know that we do have quite a few youth groups and young adult groups coming to the march already, which we're so excited about. That is so important that the up-and-coming generation still stays involved and that they still, you know, keep marching and keep advocating for life. What about the people who maybe aren't signed up, maybe haven't heard about it yet, are thinking about it? Why do you think young adults and the youth should be marching on Wednesday? Yeah, that's a really good question. There are going to be tons of students from high schools and colleges, and I'm sure from even elementary and middle schools as well, at the march, along with young adults in the workforce already. The Michigan March for Life this coming Wednesday is a great opportunity to show that you are willing to stand and peacefully protest for support and resources for women and the unborn, no matter how young you are. Students and young adults being there sends a strong message that people from all over Michigan of all ages support life. 
It makes me think about the times that I got the opportunity to go to the National March for Life growing up as a high school student and a college student and just how exciting it was to go with your friends and to all, you know, to look around and and know that you're not alone in your beliefs, I think was really important to witness um, if you come from a school or even your friend group where you don't really talk about this stuff that often. And then you go to this march and you see, oh, there's actually other kids my age who think that this is just as important as I do. And it kind of gives you a little courage and enthusiasm to go back into your own life and say, how can I use this in my in my community, in my school, my family and friendships to, you know, to keep advocating, to keep this adrenaline going from the march. Yeah, and it's not every day you can say you went to a rally at the Capitol building or a march at the Capitol building. It's really nice to be a part of your community and to be advocating at the state level for something that you believe in. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a powerful message. And I know that the, the Capitol will be in session that day, we've been told. So there will be a lot of legislators in town who are going to see us and hear us. Yes. If you have any questions about the march, any concerns, or need help with finding a bus or anything like that, feel free to contact Grace at our state office, 616-532-2300, or you can email Grace. I will happily take either. What's your email? ghemeke, H-E-M-M-E-K-E, at rtl.org. Yes. So if you have anything even last minute, feel free to reach out. We would be happy to answer any of your questions. I think that is all the time that we have for today. We're so excited to see you on Wednesday. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Thank you.